Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of our week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to talk openly and honestly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. I'd like to start by giving a huge shout out to all of our patrons who support and keep us going. That's right, for as little as $5 a month, you can go over to Patreon and join up with the Teacher Needs a Drink podcast Patreons. You get access to over 95 bonus exclusive episodes that are only available there. There's our amazing Facebook group. There's all of our events. And you get to chat with the host. It is wonderful. You should sign up and do it now because also you get to have your name read like Miss Wonderstats, Quentin P. Escabex, Mistress Mischief, Natasha S. Misanthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Kelsey, Nicole B., Shannon E., Helena C., Aaron B., Stephanie S., Maggie M., Texas teacher Kristen, Miss Sunshine, Hattie F, James and Allie J, Jody D, Samantha D, Lisa C, Rachel, Jin Genie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K, Kim K, Jessica A, Swiffle Lab Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Steph, Science Teach 17, Michael M, William P, Aldridge T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Iron Swine, Noel R, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Marsha M, Christina B, Kristen B, Jason F, Amber H, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, Red Violin, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Space Parties, Irma A, Nimi, and Sarah N. Woo! Thank you to all of those friends for supporting us. Now, I would also like to thank our sponsor at Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher, or you know a drama teacher, or the theater teacher in your building, or someone who has to run the after-school club, send them to ludlamdramatics.com. If you need something for your walls, for the classroom, you need to go to Ludlam Dramatics. They are the only place in America that specializes in educational theater concepts for the walls, for everything. They are amazing. So go to Ludlam Dramatics now! Woo! Okay, done with all the show stuff. So my friends, Labor Day weekend's coming up. I'm excited about the four-day weekend. I'm going to go hang out with Space Panties in Chicago and get to see some of my family. I am just beyond the moon about it. It's going to be great. Also, what else is going on? We have something new to offer you guys. If you go to our website, teacherneedsadrinkpodcast.com, and you can click on the thing that says leave a voicemail for us, because guess what? We will play your voicemail. Well, We might play your voicemail, and you can ask us a question, you can have a comment or a story to share with us, and we'll respond on the air. In fact, we have our very first one today, and so I'm glad you guys get to listen to it. It's going to be awesome. All right, I've talked enough. Thank you. Sign up for the Patreon, leave a voicemail, enjoy the podcast. If you can, go listen to our episode from last week, episode 150, the spectacular. I'm pretty proud of how that turned out. It was our 150th episode, and I also found out we've had over 500,000 downloads. My God, that blows my mind. 500,000 things have downloaded that people could hear my voice. Not going to think about it. That'll mess with my head. All right, guys. Enjoy the episode we have for you right now. Number 150. Kisses. Mwah. I don't want to ask Bunny to chant balls, but what is something we could have someone chant that would be entertaining to start off the podcast? <laughs> Any thoughts, suggestions, anything? Ah. <laughs> 
I just, I just can't do it. All right. And welcome to Teacher Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and today I am joined by the wonderful Lady Shathian. Hey, everyone. Hey. And also here today is Mr. Count Chocolate. I am the Count. What's up, everybody? Oh, I'm so glad you're here. And last but not least, Ms. Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. Oh, man. Guys, I am excited about this week for a number of reasons. First of all, it's just the weather is cooling off a little bit, just a little. I know, like, things are batshit everywhere. But, my God, the hint of it not being over 100 degrees is just amazing and breathtaking, and it makes me so fucking happy. That, and, of course, we have our first four-day week of the year because we have Labor Day holiday. Some schools get Friday and Monday off. I got Friday off. I'm going to go to Chicago and go see Space Panties. It's going to be the shit. And so I'm really excited about that. But four-day weeks bring all kinds of crazy stuff. So I'm curious, at this first four-day week of the year, are you guys having kind of a blow-off week? Are you like, nope, we're pretending it's normal. We're not going to let this happen. We're not starting this soon. I mean, do any of you guys have kind of a, have like a, a lame lesson just to stand by, just to kind of shuffle into the daylight because you don't really want to think? I want to know. Lady, what about you? Yes, I have several, but I, I'm trying not to do that this year because now that I get to, I get to collab with the hubs, like we're having a lot of fun really planning ahead and and working together so we are just we're in it together and we're having a lot of fun and planning it that's yeah. awesome i'm so happy for you count <laughs> what about you i mean i know it's different being the counselor but <laughs> I, I, do you get to phone in, in a little bit on a four-day week or are you guys just plowing through everything right now um you know i think we've we've hit a i won't say we've hit a lull but we're at a point where schedules are solidified with the exception of kids that want to change like levels like if i want to drop from like ap to honors or honors to on level or something like that um but i'm in the process of working on my sexy voice so i can <laughs> do some voiceovers for tutorials on um school links which is how our students are going to be able to um, send transcripts, request transcripts, and uh, send information to colleges. And they just, it's new to them. Yeah. And <clears throat> whereas if a student nowadays got a new phone or a new toy or video game, they would instantly rip open the package and start playing with it. When you tell them something that's for their own educational growth, they're like, I don't want to do it. Like, how do I do this? And I was like, just explore it. And they're like, and they won't. They'll give it like 60 seconds and they're just like, all right, that's it. So we're going to send out some tutorials. So I, they have, our students will have four days off. Um, they're off Friday and Monday. But they will 100% get an assignment from me, um, even from the, you know, being a little different realm for the position that I'm in. But I'm like, hey, here's what you need to do. Um, you need to start compiling this list and follow these 10 steps in this checklist I'm giving you. So, and it's for their own good. So it's, it'll be a good thing. That's awesome. That really is. I'm happy for you, man. Thanks. Bunny, what about you? How is this four days going to treat you? What's lined up for you? Um, it is three days for us because we have, we have a uh, staff development day after the day after Labor Day. 
So the short weeks are a combined blessing and curse, as you guys, I'm sure, well know, because any little thing, anything that throws off their usual rhythm or routine, just it feels like it makes every... It, I, I don't know about you guys, I always feel like I can't quite get caught up after those short weeks. So yeah, I will be doing some sort of improv and ensemble building games and things like that because there's no point in starting something new and then sending them home for four days or three days or whatever it is. My my one thing that I always struggle with is since like I miss a Monday, I have kind of an extra day with them. And so when they loop back and cycle the following Monday, when I have those kids who weren't there, do I reteach that lesson I was doing last week? Because I don't want to deal the new one. I can make my new lesson plans the next night and just start from Tuesday. Or do I just suck it up and I plow through and give them just a recap of the last week or keep going? Because, man, sometimes that extra day of just not having to plan is kind of nice and a really, really dumb indulgence that I take every now and then. And whoo, have you guys ever experienced, have you ever pushed the, the lesson planning because of that extra day, lady? Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would understand. What about you, Count? Did you ever, when you were in the classroom, did you push it? Oh, 100%. Oh, you you know I did. <laughs> you know I did. I definitely did that. <laughs> oh. Now, Bunny, I know you like to plan, but I also know you really take your time when you get it. So, Bunny, are you, tell me, what do you do with those three days? Do you push it to the very limit? Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, now, is this like a post-pandemic Bunny thing, or is this something Bunny's always done? I'm curious. I don't know. I feel like it was sort of always there, but it's definitely gotten worse. Yeah. And I don't know how much of it is post-pandemic and how much of it is mother <laughs> of a toddler. Oh, yeah. Now, you, you take those moments where you can get them and when you can get them. Okay, so we're about to start our new segment, Ask. Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. And so we've got a new voicemail link that you could click through our website at teacherneedsdrinkpodcast.com and you can go there and you can leave a message that could be played on the podcast. So here we have one from Miss Major Key. Hi, Elvis and everyone. This is Miss Major Key in PA reaching out to you guys. Love the show. You seriously have gotten me through the last two years with your humor and with your being so down to earth. You're awesome. Anyway, messaging today and super excited to be leaving a voice message um, because in PA, we have some really crazy things going on as if the last two years weren't hard enough on teachers, as you know, um, they changed, um, and the terminology associated with the different ways that you can get rated for your observations. So at the end of last year, I'm a te elementary technology teacher. Um, at the end of last year, I received my rating scale at the top of my state issued, you know, rating rubric for my observations for my principal, my administrator to complete. It said rating scale for quote, non-teaching professionals, end quote. Huh. So specialists like me, like art, music, gym, you know the deal, are considered non-teaching professionals in the state of Pennsylvania. Oh. I'm not kidding. You can Google it. I did Google it. 
Um, and then also regular teachers, like core homeroom teachers, are considered um, teaching professionals. But I am a non-teaching professional in the state of Pennsylvania with almost 20 years experience teaching and a master's degree. And education. Oh, and I'm a technology teacher, formerly a music teacher that also holds an elementary teaching certification in the state. So I hold the same certification as my peers that are considered teaching professionals, but the state of Pennsylvania is calling me a non-teaching professional. It's just like a huge kick in the pants. Other people that I talk to at work about it tell me like, relax, it doesn't pay the bills, who cares what they call you. But like, it's so frustrating because I feel like they actually changed the terminology in the middle of the pandemic when we were all so overwhelmed. But like most of the specialists that I've talked to, like it almost seems like they don't care to fight for what they are called because they're so exhausted because of the last two years. I don't know. There's no other profession that you can come in and say you're a non-professional. Like, could you imagine if you went into the, the hospital setting and you were like, yeah, cool, cardiology nurses, yes, you are medical professionals. But ER nurses, you are non-medical professionals. Lawyers, yeah, okay, you're a domestic court, yeah, you're a professional. But then, like, in, like, general civil court, like, no, you guys are non-professional. Uh, you know, I, I just, it blows my mind that anyone at the state level thought that this was a good idea and that this showed any ounce of respect, um, for the teachers that work so hard and hung in there. Yeah. Wow. That, that's, that's huge. Uh, Gosh, yeah. You know, hearing yourself called a non-teaching professional, I, I feel your pain. I feel your anger and my suggestion is to vote and encourage everyone around you to vote and be very vocal that you are voting. Because right now, it kind of feels to me that some of the people in charge realize they might have overstepped their bounds and their little power trips. And there's a lot of rage coming up right now. And I feel like a lot of people are going to vote. And things are going to change right now. I really feel, once again, it won't take much just to make the situation better. And I feel that steps are being made in that way. And I feel like it can happen, but it's going to be rocky for a little bit. But, man, I feel like we're on the right path. But, geez, you just got to hang in there or, you know, contract your, contact your district or look for work in another district. We've talked about this on the podcast for at least the past couple of years. I think I've heard a lot about it, that there is enough rumbling and there's going to be a time coming really, really soon where these votes feel like they matter a little bit more um, and people see the need for change and will embrace it. Um, I think it's absolutely just... It's so belittling for someone to change your title midway through the year uh, or midway through a pandemic and say you're a non, like a like a non educate like what was the actual title? Um, non teaching professional. A non teaching professional. Yet you hold professional certifications in education as a teacher. You have the experience as a teacher, and you're still on a campus with students and you're helping and teaching students. It's absolutely ridiculous. If I was going to play devil's advocate or at least jump on the other side for this too, if we're not getting caught up in the name, I think just continue to have a positive impact and tell people specifically who you are and what it is you do. 
And then don't ever let them assume that you're a non-teaching professional or a non, you know, you, you like the, you are an educator period. And that is your role and you're doing it and you're doing it well. So keep at it. And then again, if that never changes, maybe we got to find a, a different district or a different area or state that respects what it is you do and will address it um, as such. You can say it's nothing. It's just a title, but no, that's, that's what they're saying you are and you have to stand up for who you are and you have to advocate for yourself a lot because it could be no one's aware of this or people don't actually know that, Hey, this is something that could piss us off because they're just so tone deaf lady, your thoughts. Yeah. I mean, I agree with everything that everyone's saying. I think it's a lot of BS and it's hurtful language and it's definitely not helping the whole industry. And, you know, this quote, teacher shortage quote, when it's really not a teacher shortage, you know, it's all about how we're treating teachers and people are finding better treatment elsewhere because of little things like this. It all adds up. It stacks up. And I, I'm really trying to be optimistic. And maybe that's just her district. Somebody in her district just has some really really messed up views when they're coming down to the evaluations because I actually did go and Google um, the evaluation rubrics for PA and it clearly defines what a classroom teacher is and what a non-teaching professional is and if she's being rated on the non-teaching professional rubric then that seems to be like a major oversight on the district's part so Maybe she just needs to be coming up to the school board meetings and, you know, talking about this is not equitable. It's not right. And so, you know, getting your voice out there, I totally agree with you, Elvis, on advocating for yourself because it is the little things that can either tear you down or build you up over time. Yes. And it's yes. really important to to not just brush it off. And I get what her colleagues were saying about it doesn't really affect your pay. You know, and I know that everyone's exhausted and ha we're like having to fight and scrape for every little victory lately. But I think this is something worth fighting for because, I mean, it could also be a way for the district to be planning ahead on not providing pay raises in the future for, quote, non-teaching professionals and as a way to save money for the district. And that's just shady, too, if that's the case. I don't know if it is, but I, you know. That's one of the first thoughts I have is this is a way for them to save money if they don't have to provide district pay raises every year or something to the non-teaching professionals. So absolutely advocate, fight it, be loud, be loud and bold. I want to second that. I taught at a place previously where they definitely went in the direction of all elementary grade level uh, specials classes, music, computers, anything like that was taught by paras. And the paras were expected to plan lessons and give assignments and do discipline and contact parents and get paid para pay for it. So I would never, absolutely never. be They must get some really people who don't know what they're doing or don't know what Oh no no no! Right. Someone maybe taught it like a pre like a daycare or something when they brought him up. No way! Oh no, because I think any other teacher would know they're worth more than that. Oh it's, no no no! Yeah, so absolutely be on your guard. Um, that's that's the mature like 
professional side of me is saying that the, uh, the petty side of me wants to tell Ms. Major Key there to, uh, lean, lean in on the malicious compliance. Like if it says that you're a non teaching professional, then Maybe you don't teach any. Like I don't know. I don't know what that would look like. But the whole there's a lot quitting. of staff meetings that non-teaching professionals yeah, don't need to show up yeah. to. You know, if they're gonna, if that's what they're gonna call you and that's what they're gonna treat you like, then that's what they're gonna get what they pay for. So I don't know. That's the petty, unprofessional part of me. So maybe don't listen to that. Advice. No, because now they're doing. They're calling that quiet quitting if you're only doing what's expected yeah. of you. But isn't funny how. If we do what we're expected, it's still not enough. Doesn't that kind of piss anyone else off? I mean, yeah, it, you know? the unspoken expectation is that we're supposed to do beyond what's expected of us. Yeah. It's and like, I get, okay, it's that scene. It's that scene out of office space with the flare. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. That's what it Items is. Items of flare, yeah. How many pieces of flare you have? I have four. Isn't that enough? Well, we usually have more. We just like you to have more. You just need more flair. Yeah. Yeah. No, I kind of feel that's what it is. And I don't think there's anything wrong with people going to survival mode and just, you know, doing what they have to. Because guess what? They're only paying us what they have to. They're not going above and beyond for us there. So why should we? I mean, why is it called quiet quitting? No, it's called doing your fucking job. Okay, so this one comes from the Reddits from user steelcupcake254. Hi, I'm your child's English teacher. I just wanted you to know he's already missing a few assignments. He says you never assigned those in class. We spent over a week reading and analyzing the story. This was the two-day assessment we did this past week. He said it's group work and you're going to finish it tomorrow. This was an assessment. It was multiple choice with an essay portion. It definitely wasn't group work. He doesn't know what you're talking about. It was never assigned. Wow, I'm surprised he doesn't remember the silent two-day test. Here's a screenshot of what he's written so far just to prove it was assigned in class. He opened the assignment and he wrote a paragraph for the essay portion. Uh, He says he turned that in unfinished, hoping you'd provide feedback so he could fix it. Here's a screenshot showing that the assignment is still unsubmitted on our digital textbook and that he didn't leave any comments asking for help. He says he emailed you for help with the essay and you never responded. I just searched my inbox and junk mail and I don't have anything from him. If he can show me the sent email in his outbox tomorrow, I won't take off points for the assignment being late. (sighs) I want a parent conference. Okay. At what point will parents accept that their kids are lying to them? (laughs) Well done, ladies. Well done. Well done. Teacher Needs a Drink Theater presents the story. (laughs) No, that was wonderful. (laughs) My God, it's so real. It's so real. I just, I don't get it. Is it because I'm a parent and a teacher that I'm willing to admit my kids eat shit sometimes? Not like literally, but you know, sometimes they mess up. Because, like, if they're like, hey, so-and-so, like, uh, what do we call it? Little Buddy Holly didn't turn in his English work. 
I'd go check and be like, all right, yep, it's not there. Hey, dude, where's your work? I would never be like, oh, well, he would never do that. He would only turn in his homework. No, he's a kid. He fucks up all the time. That's what humans do. Yeah. Yeah, why pretend they don't? It's so much easier just to, you know, do the right thing and just like, oh, yeah, messed up. Let's keep going. I, I just don't get this. Refuse to budge for your kids. Count? Tell us. I'm sure you have lots of experience with this in the last week. Oh man, I got lied on just the other day. I was I was saying, but I'm not gonna. I don't want to take away from this. Um, the the crazy part about this is is that with every response that the teacher had, screenshots showing you this, telling you what the assignment was, clear evidence. How do you ha- right clearly outlining what this was, the expectation that was given and presented to the student. The mom, who was not in class, yep. who was not attending daily, nope. who is nope. not sitting in there receiving the instruction, <laughs> or is not sitting under the tutelage of a classroom educator, is like, that's not what happened. No, my son said this, or my child gave this. My child said they did this. And even when you respond and give them like, oh, well, here's what I have here. My expectation is this. It's like, well, this wasn't clear. Like, okay, at what point... Can you just say, like, thank you, it'll be done. I'll make sure they do it this weekend. I'll make sure they do it tonight. I just, I don't know how you can have multiple responses back and forth and you're still just not even understanding or failing to really grasp, like, hey, I was just letting you know that this needs to be done. And then it's like, no, that's not what happened. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Can, I just, can you please get off your horse? I just wish I could understand the mindset. Why would someone want to go to such lengths to, what, bail the kid? The kid's still going to have to do the work in the end. Do they think the teacher is just not going to do the grade? I mean, it's still going to happen. They're just pushing the inevitable. Why not just cut your loss? Like, okay, I'll talk to him. Yeah, it's pride and it's just a power struggle. And unfortunately, so many of our parents that we have, they see their children as an extension of themselves. And so Mm -hmm. that's the extension of their own pride. And they see their child as the best of themselves. And so how could there be any faults in that? Because if there's faults in that, if there's wrong in their child, then it's reflecting on them. And they just don't want to budge. I get the whole, like, my children are extensions of me. They are. They're beautiful and delightful, and it's so obnoxious sometimes how representative of me they are. But, I mean, there's this great song, it's The Best of Me is Four Feet Tall, and I was like, oh, that's a great lyric. But guess what? That little forefoot has all the fuck-ups that I do, and it's a little easier to give them some grace if you just acknowledge, you know, maybe they mess up because, you know, it makes them decent humans because everyone hates it for people who can't like admit they did it wrong. And especially when it comes to just bold face lying. No, 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 no. This is just, it's just something bunny. What you got? I've got a really funny story. My sister was a kid when the teenage mutant Ninja turtles were all the rage. Word. And, uh, she got in the car one day and my mom was like, so, you know, how was your day? How was school? And, uh, sister O'Hare was in kindergarten at the time. And Sister O'Hare was like, it was awful. It was terrible. My mom was like, what happened? Well, I had to change my color. Why did you have to change your color? I didn't even do anything. All I said was cowabunga, and she made me change my color. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) And 
so my mom is playing it very like dumb innocent even though she knows better kind of thing she's like wow that just that doesn't sound like mrs smith at all you know let's maybe we should go back and talk to her about this and so she turns the car around and goes back up to the school and mrs smith is still working in her classroom and the, and they come in and mrs smith is you know hi mrs o'hare hi sister you know how can i help you guys with something and my mom is being very like nudge wink about it and she goes you know, Mrs. Mrs. Smith, I heard that sister had to change her color in class today. And Mrs. Smith says, you know, yes, that's that's right. And Mama O'Hare goes, and she, you know, sister says that, you know, all that happened was that she said cowabunga and that you made her change her color for that. And Mrs. Smith looked, looked over the top of her glasses at sister and went, did she tell you the part where she was running, screaming across the classroom when she said it? And <laughs> Sister O'Hare at that point uh, refused to make eye contact with my mother. <laughs> my mom <laughs> barely kept the laughter from spilling out. And she was like, okay, thank you, Mrs. Smith. That's all we needed. Have a nice afternoon. Oh, man. <laughs> nice. Like, oh, that I is a it. boss parenting move to, like, turn the car around. Da -da 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 -da. Hey, guys, guess what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? We have a Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon. Yeah. We have a Patreon, and it is full of the most amazing, lovely, beautiful patrons. And for just $5 a month, they can sign on, and they get access to almost 100 exclusive bonus episodes that you can only get on the Patreon. And you get all kinds of specials. We recorded one a few weeks ago called The Ballad of Care Bear. Uh, Count was there. Uh, Bunny, you were there for that, weren't you? It was amazing. It was a very gripping, gripping story. It was just amazing. So you guys need to sign up for the Patreon. Go to Patreon and look up TG's Drink Podcast and support us. Do it now! Woo! <laughs> you won't regret it! Don't do it! Would you rather die in the year 2035 or go down on someone with uncontrollable gas? Once again... Would you rather die in the year 2035 or go down on someone with uncontrollable gas? Oh. <laughs> so here's my conundrum. What if, like, I got diagnosed with cancer tomorrow? They're like, Mr. Elvis, you only have six months to live. I'm like, well, if I play this card and go down on this person with uncontrollable gas, I'm going to live till 2035. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. I really hope it doesn't happen. But, you know, it could be a blessing in disguise. But, lady, what's your take on this? <laughs> oh, God. I'm still processing. Die in the I'm future. But. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be a, a one-time incident. That's right? true. Like, yeah. Like, I could... I could like just go rub my nose in some cedar and then just have uncontrollable allergies and not be able to smell anything, right? And yeah. It wouldn't matter. And then be done with it within, you know, you know just a couple minutes, right? Just a couple yeah, the, minutes. Oh, it's got to be more than that. I mean, 
<laughs> I, I, I don't want to be that person, but you got to go more than that. I mean, anyway, depending on your skill set, <laughs> you got 15 years know. of life here. Or twenty? Holy shit! That's not as far away as I thought. Thirteen, right? I just did the math. That hurts. I thought it was. I was like, that's like twenty years from now. No, it's not very long at all. Like, and I, oh, I think I want to take uh, my chances. I, 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 I want more than than the thirteen years. I feel like I feel like I have a bunny loophole, but I feel like it's not okay because I'm not bunny. So I'm just gonna choose. I, I give you my blessing to use the loophole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess in theory, my loophole would be that if I were to die in 2035, let's say that like I crash on a table and then they bring me back. So if I was gone and then I come back, I can just take the whole 2035 part. If that loophole is not acceptable, then I'm 100% going down on someone with uncontrollable gas, and we're just going to, uh, we're gonna, we're just gonna do our best. Tell us what's Bunny O'Hare gonna say about this one, Bunny? Okay, the Bunny loophole for this one is that there is nothing saying how long I have to stay down there. <laughs> I I do not intend to leave the fufu. Without a mother at such a young age, so I will take one for the team, but there is nothing that says I have to take it for very long. <laughs> There's nothing that says Fair you have point. to finish anything. That's what I was going to say, until the job is done, Ooh. so, okay. Uh, yeah. I'm okay with this. All right, folks, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I'd like to thank all my hosts that were with me today. A big thank you to Miss Lady Shathia! It's been so fun and delightful tonight. It has. And also a big thank you to Mr. Count Chocolate. I am my own food group. (laughs) I deserve to be consumed daily and you always enjoy me. Thank you for having me. (laughs) I will always. And last but not least, the one who's been here almost every single episode since the beginning, Ms. Bunny (laughs) O'Hare. Thank you for having me back for ever how many episodes this is. It is always a pleasure. Yay. And folks, if you get a chance, go and listen to our episode 150 spectacular that we did last week. It had a lot of cuts from the Patreon, which had never been released before. And it's highly entertaining. It's great from start to finish. There's some spots at the end there that really cracked me up. So with all of that said, everyone out there, take care of yourselves. Enjoy your four-day weekend or three-day weekend or two four-day weekends, whatever it is. Make the most of it. Deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers. Woo! Yay! Cheers. All right, my friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. If you have something you'd like to share with us here, uh, hit us up through the contact page of our website, or you can use our new voicemail system. Just go to our website, teacherneedsdrinkpodcast.com, and click the button that says, leave a voicemail for the podcast. It's that easy. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Ludlam Dramatics, for helping us out, giving us a little extra money in these trying times, and also for pushing and publishing the most amazing educational theater posters. I'd also like to thank all my hosts out there. 
all my friends out there, if you haven't signed up for the Patreon, you should. Go to Patreon, look up Teach Needs a Drink podcast for as little as $5 a month. You get access to all kinds of bonus content, access also to our amazing Facebook group and our upcoming events. Anyway, I love all of you. Uh, Go check out episode 150, Spectacular, if you haven't. If you're one of the patrons, go check out The Ballad of Care Bear. It's an amazing hour-long episode. All right, my friends, everyone out there, take care of yourselves. Enjoy your Labor Day weekend and cheers!